This is Strange Darkness Radio with your host, Bobby Washington. Tell us your story. It's interesting um, on how many people you see and meet in um, different paranormal groups, you know, that are out there. And uh, what we try to do with this podcast is just basically kind of connect stories so as as you hear stories and um, or have those experiences, you're you know a lot of people wonder like, am I going crazy? Like, did I see what mm-hmm. I saw? And just all mm-hmm. those different things. And but when you hear a story that's similar to yours, it kind of brings everything together to say, mm, maybe there is something to what I saw or heard or what my right. experience it was, even as brief as some may be. So. Mm-hmm. Um, completely agree because yeah a lot of the times you know people want to discount what you say that it's always oh it must have been this or that or even like just personally you're like oh maybe I imagine that or you know or how is that possible so so I think it does help to listen to other people and their stories yeah okay yeah so go ahead tell me um you know a little bit about, uh, or, you know, the full stories, not a little, but we'll talk about, about okay. yourself in general in a little bit, but, uh, um, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I've had three, um, separate experiences with, you know, what I think was the paranormal. Um, the first one, so this happened in, um, a house that I grew up in, in Sacramento. It was a small house. Um, you know, at the time, The house wasn't very old. It was, um, I think it was built in 1983. And we moved to that house in 1989. And I think it was about 12 years old. So I hadn't really experienced anything um, living there at first. But then I'd say after maybe about a year or two, um, it's about 13 or 14 years old. And um, one day I was alone in my bedroom and, you know, I had one of those, you know, those large bean bags on the floor, mm-hmm. you know, just one of the bags that people sit in, sit on or, yeah. you know, I, mean, I just used it to throw my stuff on, um, usually clothes. Um, so it was just like a dark blue bean bag um, and it was sitting in the corner of my room and i was standing in my room and you know all of a sudden the bean bag moved about a foot away from the corner and towards me and so i completely freaked out and i was terrified and i ran out to the living room and then i told my dad you know, there's something in my room, my beanbag just like moved right in front of me. Yeah. And so he ran to my room and then, you know, it was, he looked in the closet and under the bed and, you know, I had a tiny room, so there really wasn't a whole lot to check. And of course there's nothing there. And so he asked me, did you have something sitting on the beanbag? Mm-hmm. And I said, 
I only had a pair of jeans <laughs> and there's no way a pair of jeans is going to cause the beanbag to move that much. Exactly. You know? And so he's like, well, I don't see any other reason why your beanbag would have moved. So either you imagined it or your jeans caused the beanbag <laughs> to move. And I'm like, I did not imagine it. It happened right in front of me. And, you know, he was really skeptical. Yeah. Which, you know, bothered me because, you know, I wanted answers or reassurance mm -hmm. and I wasn't getting it from him. So like, that didn't really sit well with me. Yeah. And so um, I think it was like, it's hard to remember the exact time frame, but I'm thinking it probably wasn't too long is when like the, the second part of that story happened is um, so shortly after that, I think um, I started hearing things in my room at night. So when I would get into my bed to go to sleep um, every single night, I began to hear what sounded like feet against my carpet, you know, just the sound of feet rubbing against my carpet. And it was just like all night long and I had never heard it before. So I was thinking, well, maybe it's just my imagination. Uh, and so I began to pay attention like at other times of the day, you know, during the daytime or in the morning, I, I'd be super quiet to see if I could hear that exact same noise. Yeah. It was only at nighttime, you know, when I was alone in bed. And so it just, um, so, you know, I became terrified to go to bed. I would sleep with um, pillows and blankets covering my ears so I couldn't hear anything because otherwise I couldn't sleep because that's all I would hear is the sound of feet against carpet. And so, you know, I'd be all sweaty like when I woke up because I had all these things pressed against me. <laughs> And then, so I just became like super anxious. Like I, I couldn't sleep at night. And so, you know, I began begging my older sister to sleep in my bed with me, or I would ask to sleep in my mom's bed with her. Um, because when someone else was in the room, I wouldn't hear the sound. And, and you know, it was just when I was by myself at nighttime. And yeah, that's, so, that's interesting. Yeah. And so it was, I was, kind of embarrassed because you know I was 13 or 14 and I had never been afraid of the dark or scared to go to sleep by myself and all of a sudden it's like I'm five years old where I'm scared of the dark and I'm scared of bedtime like I hated nighttime I could not stand when it was like you know starting to get dark because I knew like I'd have to go to bed and I'd have to listen to that sound all night and so that went on for like a few months. And then um, finally one night, like I think I just kind of had a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. And I remember I started crying and then I started talking out loud, you know, whatever you are, please leave me alone. I just want to go to sleep. Like, please go away. Like, you know, don't ever bother me again. Like you are not wanted here. And so I swear right after that, like I never heard the sound of feet against carpet ever wow. again. Like, yeah. And so I feel like it 
it had to have been something like why did I hear it all those months and as soon as I like tell it out loud um to leave me alone I it, it was it was like it was instant it, it was so bizarre and I never had um problems hearing that sound ever again yeah it's like you took control of the situation to you know tell this entity um that no mm-hmm. this is my space you know you're not allowed to be here and it actually mm-hmm. which you know we do have a person that comes on you know quite frequently her name is silver rain and she talks about you know owning your space and just letting mm-hmm. them know that they have no authority that you do and uh so that's what it sounds like that you know happened yeah and i you know i wish i had known that earlier because <laughs> it was like i felt like i was going crazy like at that age and not being able to sleep and just like trying to beg my family to like you know please sleep in my, my bed with me i, I don't want to be alone and so um it was it it was interesting and you know i'm glad to be aware of that now so yeah. i would think if that situation ever happened like i feel like i would be able to take control of that again exactly was it the was it the 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 footsteps was it like shuffling or was it just the patter of the feet hitting the carpet or was just patter like if you like if you rubbed your feet like back and forth against your carpet Mm -hmm. just that sound oh wow like i'm doing it right now and i can just hear it 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 (laughs) was just yeah it just sounded like somebody just walking around carpet all night long yeah that's interesting. Have yeah. you had any other paranormal incidents in that particular home or were you aware, you know, of anything uh, at that time or after? after that not in that house I didn't. Um I had, you know, told my mother, I said, you know, I and I told her the story how I would both the stories of that happening and um she's like, you know, I have like I feel like I've heard noises in the house before. And then um, even shortly after my father passed away, um, she thought like she would hear like a man sighing like out loud. Mm. So but she's told me that, oh yeah, I, I have heard things at night, but um, but she doesn't like to talk about it too much. Yeah. And, you know, it, it terrifies her. So she really doesn't want to acknowledge it. But um, but she she has told me that there have been noises for her as well. Okay, so she's but, still. You guys still own that home, or your mom still? Yeah, still she's there? yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. she's still in that house. Um, and you know, I go visit her, and I've never, um, I haven't heard nothing else has ever happened to me since I've been there. Mm, that's interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. So um. So yeah. I mean, basically. <laughs> You know, in that scenario, you were able to take charge and actually, you know, tell the whatever, you know, it was, whether it was a ghost, whether it was just something that or someone because there was a house new when you guys moved there. Or was it already, you know, built? yeah, I'd say, yeah, because it was it was about six years. It was only like six years old when we had moved there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes I wonder, like, oh, did the, the previous owners move because they had problems with the house? Or, you know, it it was just very interesting. Like, I I always wondered if, you know, if it was just me or um, did other people also experience things going on there? Well, for some reason, it it wanted to make contact with you 
because it was all, it's also interesting that um, when if someone stayed in your room with you, they weren't able to hear it or it didn't make that sound. You know, it, it was only like yeah. for you to to hear. So, so yeah, that was interesting. So, and just the fact that I don't know if it's just like me just being like having that power of making it go away by telling it to go away, or maybe I'm like like sometimes I like to think, oh, maybe it was like a friendly spirit <laughs> and they felt bad because I was traumatized and maybe they didn't know and maybe me like crying and begging it to go away. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it kind of sounds silly, but no, no, um, not, like not at all. Because I mean, if, um, you know, because there are different types of hauntings, there are hauntings where something is physically there, you know, trying mm -hmm. to scare you mm -hmm. or trying to draw energy right. from you. But then mm -hmm. there's also the tapes that play in ghosts or entities are just going about their day of mm -hmm. a past life. And, you know, and you can't do anything about that. They're just doing their normal, natural progression. And um, it's just something that usually plays, you know, back and forth. Um, right. and, and that's usually when something's on limestone or a person's lived in a particular spot for for a long, you know, stint of time. Um, so those type of things. And I was going to ask, um, cause it, it, cause this is just a standard bedroom. So it wasn't like the master or any big bedroom, mm -hmm, um, right. to where it was, um, you know, cause I was wondering like, you know, could have been a older person passed away there, you know? Um, I'm, it is possible. I mean, you know, maybe the family had like an older person living with them and yeah. they passed away. And then maybe after that they moved on, you know, they decided to move or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's certainly possible, but, um, you know, just so I don't terrify myself, I try to think that, oh, okay, maybe it wasn't like an evil presence, yeah, you know? Yeah, um, <laughs> so, um, And being yeah. that it was just walking opposed to actually physically depressed, I mean, you, you weren't finding yourself at the time depressed and all that, other than what was going on and you were concerned and you know, we're emotional over that, obviously, but it wasn't to where it was added, you know, depression that you were like in this space and it was just depressive to be in. Right. Right. No. And maybe it was just also being younger too, and yeah. more resilient. Like I, I, you know, right, like if that were to happen now, I don't know <laughs> that I could handle those things now. Um, but but yeah, no, it, it was, it was, uh, you know, I was fine during the day and then the anxiety would set in at nighttime. Exactly. Because so. you're like, what's going to happen? You know, like, mm -hmm. okay, this, this thing is moving, but what's next? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. so, right. So yeah, right. that is interesting. That's, that's, that's a very interesting uh, story. And, um, you know, I do hear that a lot, you know, about, um, you know, again, I'm going to say entity or spirit that moves about, mm -hmm. but again, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it just goes about its day and goes about its mm -hmm. time. And, mm -hmm. uh, again, it, it, it must've been something that was there because again, when you really took charge of, uh, your space, it kind of, you know, it's like, okay, it's time for me to right. leave <laughs> or, yep. or I'm not going to make that sound anymore. <laughs> I'm not going right. to you know, charge I mean, up this energy to, to do that. So yeah, it was almost like, an instant like pressure like left oh, like wow. I felt like release yeah. right after that 
So uh, I don't know. I, I definitely feel like it was something because I just remember both of those situations in that house pretty vividly. So mm-hmm. uh, it definitely was not my imagination or anything like that. So I'm I'm pretty confident that it was something there. Wow. So, yeah. That's that's amazing. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And uh, and what's your cultural background? So I am um, Japanese and Korean, um, but, you know, j- grew up very Americanized. My dad was in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Spain and uh, oh, okay. lived abroad um, and came to um, California when I was about nine years old. Oh, so okay. I've been here since I was nine. Got it. Got it. Okay, but yeah, but even with that background, a, a lot of, um, you know, um, elders or older people, um, whether they're Japanese or any type of Asian descent, they're like, no, let's not talk about, you know, it's like kind of like the black culture. You don't want to really talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. You want to kind of brush it off and say, you know, <laughs> so it's really good that your dad at least, you know, checked on it and uh, was like, hurt you out without, nope don't even you know think about it or don't even say anything um, right so, yeah. so that that's that's really that's really good so um mm-hmm. was there another story or um yeah so the, yeah the third one it was something just very brief um so i was i think it was about 19 and i was living with a boyfriend um in some there were like some really old rundown apartments okay. and um so, you know, we lived in a, a how was it? Yeah, it was a one bedroom apartment. And then um, like strange, like little things would happen. Like, you know, in the morning, there's one of those, I don't know if you've like seen those wooden figure dolls. I think people use them. They're like on a stand and I think they're like for drawing purposes. Or yeah, something. yeah, it's, well, um, it's uh, for like posing. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I it was one yeah. of those. Mm-hmm. And that same doll, every single morning when we woke up would just be laying on the floor Mm. and so i'm like oh i don't know maybe it's the air conditioning knocking it over although it never happened during the day it was always overnight and then there were other things next to it and they were never on the floor so that made me kind of think it was a little strange um and then um right outside our bedroom we had um like bathroom sink and vanity and then to the left of that was the door to the bathroom where the toilet and shower were um so the vanity outside our room had cabinet doors underneath Mm -hmm. um so one night you know we were laying in bed it was like late at night and it was super quiet and then all of a sudden one of those cabinet doors slammed shut like like really hard just like a violent like slamming and those cabinets were never ever left open i know i had a very ocd boyfriend at the time and there's no way he would have gone to bed leaving (laughs) one of those cabinet doors open so i know that it was closed um so anyhow you know we were both stunned and scared and i told them i said you need to go out there and check to see if someone is in the apartment and he said 
I'm not going out there. <laughs> and that should have been like a warning sign right then and there. Okay, you're not gonna go, like check that out. But um, so yeah. yeah, neither one of us got up to go. Like we like huddled under the blankets and we actually never heard another sound. So oh. I know there wasn't anyone in our apartment. Yeah, uh, the doors were locked, but, windows were closed. Yes, exactly. And so uh, that I'm pretty confident was some type of spirit because just the amount of force that went into that cabinet door slamming was mm -hmm. like ridiculous. It was like shocking when we heard it. Um, but that was like pretty much the only thing um, I remember in that apartment. We weren't there for very long, you know, but um but yeah, th those are um, pretty much my only three experiences. I mean, yeah. sometimes in my current house, you know, my TV will go on in the middle of the night. And that's something I that's <laughs> see, people always say that it's like that. Look, that is something that is still very much something. Because yeah, and at yeah. First, I tried to tell myself, oh, the dog must have bumped into the remote control. Yeah. Then it happened and we're like, wait, the dog is nowhere near the remote control. Exactly. And like, I don't know, is it like a technical glitch or something like that? But um No, it's but, energy. So that's that's the thing. Energy to the remote, then the remote, you know, something is touching it. Cause, you know, that's why you see a lot of uh the paranormal groups that do ghost haunting hunting, they um use different uh devices to where if there's static electricity or electricity in general, it sets off mm -hmm. different alarms. And so entities will generate um, a certain amount of electricity or energy. And uh, that's when you get that feeling sensation or even sometimes mm -hmm. the hairs on the on your neck stand mm -hmm. up opposed to when you're scared or something's frightening you, the, all your hairs stand up. You know, it's not in a right. particular area. But if you right. ever take something out of the like the dryer and it has that static electric, it's mm -hmm. only affecting that certain area. It's that mm -hmm. same same type of process. Um, yeah. So so yeah, that that's interesting. So yeah, you know, I don't know. There could be um, you know, a um, a like a um, say a relative or someone who's special to you watching over you type deal. You know. Yeah, um, I mean, sometimes I think that, but then I'm like. I don't know if I want them watching over me. Like, <laughs> like they're invading my privacy. They need to just stop and go yeah. away. You know, yeah. So I don't know, but but yeah, I will say that's um, that's probably the the only things that have happened to me recently. Yeah, no, those those are great stories. And um, again, these type of scenarios and stories happen to a lot of people. And it's just mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, people coming out and, you know, actually talking about them and, uh, you know, then they know like, okay, that is something, it's not something to brush off. And some people, you know, will take the time to say, you know, thank you, or are you there? And, um, mm -hmm. will, um, you know, speak to that particular scenario or situation or some mm -hmm. was just like, Hey, I don't even want to think about it. I don't, <laughs> I don't want it to, to be around or leave, you yeah. know, if, if that's, you know, what you want. And hopefully that is uh, a situation that would, um, you know, the person or entity would, uh, you know, listen like uh, the other did. 
Um, have you ever like staged your homes or anything like that or to clear um, it? I have well, yeah, no, I haven't done it for a while. Um, I've never staged any other place that I've lived in, but I have staged um this house a few times actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe I need to do that again and then see if the TV still turns on. <laughs> Does it happen quite frequently or is it something that just uh I'd every say now and like then? Once every two, three weeks, the TV will go on. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's mm -hmm. only in the bedroom or is it in the family room or anywhere remote is? Uh, just, uh, let me think. It's actually two different rooms, um, okay. but one, one main room it will happen in most hmm. of the time. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, again, yeah, those, those are really um, um, great stories. Oh, okay. Well, good. But I'm glad that you found them interesting. You know, um, yeah, no, it's um, it's definitely nice to share that with someone who actually believes in that, because most of the people that I tell this to, they're very skeptical. <laughs> you know, it's always like, oh, it must have been this or it must have been that. And I'm like, no, I know what it was and I, you know, know what I believe. Uh, so it, it's nice to commiserate and, you know, share with like-minded people. As we reach the end of this riveting segment on Strange Darkness Radio, we want to express our appreciation to the brave callers who shared their chilling and paranormal accounts. Your narratives remind us that the mysteries of the supernatural world are as captivating as they are unsettling. Until next time, Remember to keep your senses sharp and your curiosity alive. Stay strange, and thank you for tuning in to Explore the Shadows with us.